Charles brings me any toys, I'm taking them with me. I'm taking all my dolls. The dead ones, too. The dead I'm ones? The, the dead dolls? Of course you are. This little bitch is twisted. You don't have to leave anything behind. Except your snow people, of course. <laughs> oh, God. Little kid acting is terrible. Those laughs were bad. Sorry, kid. You don't get the part. Pretty silly trying to get them on the train, wouldn't we? You're acting. It wasn't convincing enough for me, kid. Judy hated it, too. It sobered her up. <laughs> She's like, what the hell is this kid? Now I have a hangover. Your little kid laugh acting took her out of her pill haze. Don't cry, kid. Don't cry. Next time when you get a big role in a big movie starring somebody like Judy Garland, you have to go at home in the mirror and you practice your laugh at home, kid. Like, like... <laughs> no, not like that. You're hopeless, kid. I'm telling you. Just... This isn't... This dream is not for you. You don't have the right dream. And that's not to say that you can't become famous in your own brutish way. Maybe you'll kill somebody, kid. Maybe you'll become the biggest prostitute in all this side of California. Or maybe, maybe if you really put your mind to it, you will be a floor cleaner at a high school. And you can, you can clean the toilet bowls and maybe one day work your way up to cleaning the gum from underneath the desk. But acting... Yeah, that's not your thing. That's not your thing. It was the core of the tomato kid. It was the hair in the soup. You just don't got it. But Merry Christmas to you and your family, and Happy New Year. Just away from us. Oh, and by the way, the producer of this film, Mr. Weinstein, would like you to go to his hotel at the Beverly Hills Hotel. He has something to talk to you about. Just go right up to his room, room 102, knock on the door, and he has a big surprise for you, sweetheart. Reagan Fox, Reagan Fox, Fox in the city, Fox in the city, F me in the air, and give me a BJ. I have abnormal anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder, and I'm not bragging, but that bit of information is going to be important for the story I'm about to tell. My health provider is Kaiser Permanente. That's the insurer where all of the doctors are in-house. So, you know, all of your healthcare providers under one roof. It's kind of like the best little whorehouse in Texas, but instead of seeing hookers, you're going to see different medical providers. So whereas in the best little whorehouse in Texas, some guy from Texas and m may have been like, you know, on this visit, I think I'm going to see the, the tan one, the tan girl in room 3B. With Kaiser Permanente, you go in and you're like, ouch, my finger hurts. I need to go see this medical doctor. Maybe this, maybe this analogy doesn't work, but you get what I'm trying to say. You get the point. I go to a medical whorehouse. That is the point. That is the point that I'm trying to make. Okay. So psychiatry is on the fifth floor of the building and I have to go to psychiatry. I, I, I see a psychiatrist and a therapist to combat my OCDs and I do have multiple OCDs. Many, many. I go to, up to the fifth floor and I go, help, doc, I need help with my OCDs. True. 
he's insane. And I have to de-crazy him up by tomorrow. Have you tried confining him to a small box, force-feeding him milk, and poking him with a stick? Will that fix him? It'll make his cutlets tender. Hmm. Hey, why don't you head down to the school library and get some information on maniacs? Library? That sounds familiar. What is it? I'm not sure. Thanks, Mr. Jellyneck. <laughs> I love the foreboding music that plays after that. Yeah, so I go and they they put me in a box and they, they poke me periodically and get my cutlets tender and that's how they decrazy me. But that's not the point of the story, at least not this one. So whenever I have to go to the fifth floor of the psychiatry building, hold on, let me even back up from there. So the building that is one block away from my psychiatrist office at Kaiser is the big, crazy blue Scientology building featured prominently in the HBO documentary Going Clear, okay? That is literally, and I don't mean that as the kids do when they say literally to mean figuratively, it is literally a block away from my psychiatrist office. And they have members of their church, I don't know what they call their followers. Oh, Scientologists, sorry. It escaped me for a moment. They park their Scientologists in front of my building that I have to go to to hand out their literature. And they're all dressed up as ushers from a movie theater in the 1920s, so you can see them a mile away, and they have those crazy one-eyed stares. And do not make eye contact with them, because they pull you in with those crazy eyes, like they're tractor beams. Oh, it's just a collective, cooperative, community service operation outreach program project. Okay, as long as you're not a cult. But this is not my first time at the radio set. If they ever try to make eye contact with me, I'm always like... No, I don't think so. Not me, crazy. You go shovel your goods to somebody else. Not interested. Because y'all aren't y'all don't believe in in homosexuality or mental craziness. And those are the two pillars upon which my foundation is built. So go bark up another tree. So they are standing literally outside the sliding glass doors. So you get into the lobby, and the lobby floor is urgent care. So you have all these people hacking and coughing, and with the flu and diarrhea coming out of their eyes, and as, as, as Trump once said about making Ke- Kelly blood coming out of there, you know, everywhere. And so here I am with OCD, and I have to walk through all of this, this fucking germ obstacle course, in order to get to the elevator to get to the fifth floor to see my psychiatrist about my OCDs. Just pressing the up button, just pressing the up button, it's like, I'm like, well, it was a wonderful life. Now it's over. Gonna get swine flu, avian flu, regular human flu. I'm gonna have all the flus. I'm gonna have a flu menagerie. The inside of my body is just gonna basically be a zoo for bacteria and for viruses. It'll be a viral zoo. I'm exasperated by the time I get on the elevator. I'm just looking around going, I just faced all of my biggest fears walking through the fucking lobby to get to the elevator. I'm exhausted. What genius that, oh, here's a great architectural idea. I've always hated people with anxiety issues. Let's make them walk through a symphony of people coughing in order to go see their therapist. That would be fucking great! 
The other thing that I don't like, it, this is just me on a fundamental level. I do not like chit-chat. I do not like, as Mr. T would call it, jibber-jabber. I don't like it when I go into a store and the clerk checked me out as like, so do you have any plans for Christmas? Like, I, I don't want to engage in that level of chat with you. Can I just buy my fucking veal and be gone? And yes, I eat veal. And it's like those people know that if you don't want to engage, they try to push it even more. It's like a game of cat and mouse. It's demand withdrawal. So I try to just smile and go, eh, no. And they go, oh, really? Why don't you have any plans? Or they'll make inane conversation with me about shit in my basket. Like, oh, is this macaroni and cheese good? You mean craft, the kind that everybody has eaten ever since they were little? Yeah, it's fucking great. It's amazing. I can't wait to go home and tear open the box. My point is that I just don't enjoy small talk. I just don't like it. So anytime somebody tries to engage me in any type of small talk conversation or, or uh, that's, uh, I just, I can't deal with it, okay? And though it, another thing that bothers me is the people with, who have, the, do you have a minute for the environment? Do you have a minute to talk about Planned Parenthood? No, I don't. Like, I believe in all of those causes, but I don't want to talk to you about it or sign your petition or give you any money. I'm just trying to get to the gym, which I don't want to do to begin with, and you're making something that I don't want to do even worse. So just back the fuck off. <laughs> I'm, so I'm just spreading that holiday cheer. Okay, but back to Kaiser. Back to Kaiser. Okay. Starting in around September, they have people camped all over the building at Kaiser, especially in front of the uh, elevators, high traffic areas, and they're trying to get you to take the flu shot. And I don't get the flu shot. I don't care if that makes me Jenny McCarthy. I, I, I don't care if you call me an anti-vaxxer. I'm up to date with all of my vaccines, my Bordetella shot. I get basically all the shots that my French Bulldog gets. I just... I'm like, share and share alike. I say that the vet, will Bordetella get me high? I just want to get, I need to get off, Doc. I need something, man. I'm jonesing. Give me some of that. Give me some of that Bordetella. Okay, so, uh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the people, they want you to take the flu shot. And, and the, what they remind me of is when you go to Macy's or department store and you have to walk through, you know how, how you always have to walk through the perfume counters to get wherever you need to be. And that always pisses me off because I highly believe that people should strive to smell like nothing. If you smell like a scent, if you're going out of your way to smell like a cologne or a perfume or a fruity body wash, you're awful. You're a terrible human being. You're not getting into heaven. The best smell is no smell whatsoever. You should not smell. You should not be so loud in public places that people turn around and look at you. You just need to be invisible. Everybody needs to be invisible. So the ladies who spray perfume are obviously if there was like a Venn diagram, they're right in the center of everything that I think is wrong with the universe because they're spraying you with scents and, and they're engaging you in small conversation and talking to you when you're just trying to get to the underwear section. Okay? CK1. Would you, would you, Farkas, would you, would you like try some this Dior? Side. Some Joy? Dior? Comes Dior? with a free would gift. You, white diamonds, white diamonds. Comes with a gift card. That's why if I had an emotional support dog, I would get one of Michael Vick's fucking fighter pit bulls. And anytime I had to go through a situation like that, I would just be like, sick them. Tr trust me, we're doing them a favor. We're putting them out of their misery. They hate their lives more than we hate them. 
believe me. So that's what it's like at Fleiser, Kaiser. But that, but instead of getting you to try on white diamonds or Dior, they're they're trying to get you to get the flu shot. Flu shot, flu shot. Have you had your flu shot? Have you had your flu shot? They all have different strategies too. You're fine now, but you're going to need your flu shot later because if you have the flu, it's going to be bad. You're going to be so sick. But there are so many people that I know who get the flu shot and get sick. And frankly, I've only had this flu twice in my life. So I'm not I'm not gambling with that. And I know they say, well, don't get the flu shot for you. Get the flu shot for people who are immunocompromised. Well, guess what? When I get sick, when I get a hangnail. I don't leave the house, okay? I'm not one of these assholes who has the fucking flu and is like, Achoo! no, I still need to go get my hair colored. Achoo! Achoo! You know, while your hair color is just right in your face the entire time, you're sneezing all over them. My mom does that. It drives me crazy. I'm like, no, you fucking stay home. Well, I know, but I, I can still go and do things. I'm like, it's not about you. It's about everybody else who you're getting sick. I'm kidding, mom. I love you. I do love you, mom. Not that you listen to Fox in the City. It's too much for you. The podcast is too much. It's just like, I don't know. It's You use so many dirty words. And why are you so angry and single? Why are you so angry and single? If you could just meet a guy. If you could just meet a guy, but you would be so happy. You're just so single, and it makes mom so sad. She always, whenever she's pitying me, she loves to talk about herself in the third person. It just makes mom so sad. Why am I so angry? Because I'm a 43-year-old sissy bottom who hasn't had sex in six years. And I'm just, I'm like a, I'm like a black star about to collapse in upon itself. What else is going on? What else is going on? I'm letting my hair grow out. It's been growing for over a year. It's nearly the length uh, of my shoulder length hair, I guess is what you would call it. My friends keep looking at me suspiciously like, do you have something to tell us? I'm like, no, this is not like I know that you think that I look like I'm Caitlyn Jenner two weeks before she announced that she was transitioning into a woman, but I'm not. Yes, I have long hair, but I am not transitioning. I am not Caitlyn Jenner. Buckle up, buckaroo! <laughs> Are you sure, Reagan? Are you sure you don't have something to tell us? I mean, your hair? I am not Caitlyn Jenner! Get off my goddamn hump! Buckle up, buckaroo! <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Hitting people in her car is just so fucked up. It's so fucked up that South Park did that. But I love it. I love the more inappropriate it is, the the more I love it. Oh my god, fifteen minutes of an opening monologue. Gee, I must have accidentally taken an extra Lexapro. I'm so I'm so chipper. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not. <laughs> I just got lost in complaining. It's a festivus for me. I'm just airing my grievances on this Christmas Eve. We'll just call it my Christmas Eve Massengill. Oh, before I get to the news, I do want to tell you that if you live in Austin or anywhere around that area, I have a one-person show that I'm performing at Frontera Fest on January 24th. It's called Me Musical, The Musical. 
uh, or more tales from inside a child eating vagina and Google Frontera Fest short fringe and you can buy a ticket and come see me live. I was reading Yahoo News the other day. What are the top five stories that I need to know this right now? This is a now. freaky dicky story <laughs> from the headlines. Crazy. 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 Crazy motherfuckers. In political news, there is a publication called Christianity Today in which um, somebody wrote an editorial saying that evangelicals need to denounce Trump. I mean, I don't understand why they would say something like that. What's a little rape? What's a little grab by the pussy? What's a little keep kids in cages and 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 and, 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 and detain them in such ways that kill them? How is that incommensurable with Christianity? I mean, this guy is a lunatic. He is part of the fringe left. And that's actually what people are coming out and saying. Trump and his cronies had been saying that Christianity Today is a far left-wing magazine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm subscribed to it. The only subscriptions that I have are to Sean Cody, Bellamy, and uh, Ms. Magazine, Bitch Magazine, and Christianity Today. Oh, yes. Christianity Today is loaded with far-left, progressive, Marxist, socialist, left-wing propaganda. I mean, they have editorials on fisting. I mean, I read it for the for the, for the the recipes. They have a, a placenta and abortion smoothie. <laughs> you know how I learned anal douching? Because they don't teach that in sex education. I learned it in in Christianity Today magazine. In other political news of the weird, CNN is reporting Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, claims he's more of a Jew than Holocaust survivor George Soros. They're having a Jew-off who doesn't love a Jew-off for Christmas. First comes the competition of the oi. Oi, 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 oi. I don't know. I'm going to have to give that to the Roman Catholic Giuliani. I think he had a better oi. I think there was more, there was more vey to his oi. He had more of a, it came more from a phlegmy back throat. Part two of the competition, we need to see whose matzo balls float the longest. So make your matzo balls and let's put them in the soup, in the chicken soup, the homemade chicken soup. We're going to say, we're going to see who is the most Jew out of the two of you. The Holocaust survivor or the Roman Catholic. We need we need to do this. This is how upside down this entire administration is. What's next? He's gonna tell fucking Lady Bunny, I'm I'm more of a I'm more of a homosexual than Lady Bunny. I'm more of a drag queen than Lady Bunny. He did do drag that one time when he took the picture with Trump and Trump fingered his giant art. Allegedly. I just think it's odd to have a Jew off. I don't think Judaism is not it's not a and I, I speak as a Jewish person. This is not a uh, a competition. It's not an Olympic sport. But this is the mo of this administration, right? Right, right after uh, Trump's grab him by the pussy tape came out, he's like, "No, nobody likes women more than I do. I'm the biggest fan of women." Now, why am I turning Trump into a Jew? It's I'm the biggest fan of women. Nobody is a bigger supporter of women. Than me. Nobody's a bigger fan of the LGBTQIAQRZ than me. I'm the biggest supporter. I'm the I'm the least 
homophobic, the least sexist person that you know. And here you have fucking Rudy Giuliani. I am the most Jewish of all the Jews. You could take all the people who died in the Holocaust, which I don't even believe happened. And I am more Jewish than them. Because, you know, a lot of these far-right people, they don't believe that the Holocaust... Here's how their Holocaust denial works. I'm not saying this about Giuliani, but get people who are on the far, far right, they believe that uh, the numbers were, the, were, were punched up, kind of like they were... It's like network television. It's like, let's fudge the numbers a little bit, make it seem like more people watched than actually did. So instead of millions of people dying in, during the Holocaust, they're like, it was a mere 200,000. Okay, let's not talk about such downers, okay? The entertainment news from Google... Kylie Jenner's daughter Stormy is gifted a life-size playhouse by Grandma Chris. I love that Kylie Jenner named her daughter after Stormy Daniels. I was just really inspired by her breast size, and I was pregnant at the time and drinking Bang Energy Drink. And I thought, I need to have a baby name. And so I saw the picture of Stormy Daniels, and I thought, yes. That's really genius, actually. And it's all a part of everything flipping, right? Before how I was saying that now you have Roman Catholics saying they're more Jewish than Jewish people, and and Trump is the biggest supporter of women rather than, than a rapist, allegedly. Well, here's the flip going on here. So normally it's like a porno person who takes on the name and twist it of a famous celebrity person. I used to have sex with a porn star named, I mean, I wouldn't call him Star, but a, a, a guy who was in pornos, and his name was Ben Damon. And I was like, why did you come up with that name? And he goes, well, because it was like the name of my two favorite actors, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. And uh, people always tell me that I look like them, both of them, at the same time. People, people, people say that. Ooh, they do? I mean, ooh, oh, they do? I mean, if... You do. You do. You do. There, there's a porno actor named James Manziel, which he names himself after Johnny Manziel, the guy who was the Heisman Trophy winner from Texas A&M, whose career imploded after that. I'm not even famous. And there's a woman who goes, her stage name is Reagan Fox with three X's and R-E-A-G-A-N, like the awful homophobic president. And she does MILF porn. So a lot of times when people are searching my website, they're typing in my name, but so like Reagan Fox and come on tits. Oh yeah, I can go onto my website and say, what search terms are people using to find me? Reagan Fox, 56 guy cream pie, MILF cream pie. I don't think I've ever done anything like that. But what the Jenners do is they get ahead of the curve and they think, okay, well, everybody, all of the porn stars are naming themselves after us. So we are going to name our offspring, our spawn, after the porn stars. It'll be so postmodern. It's like what a high person thinks. When people get high and they're like, I have a good idea, you know, on the morning, let's do it the other way around. She probably wasn't even pregnant yet. She probably used that, uh, that allegedly marijuana idea to be like, you know what, maybe we should have a kid just so we can make that happen in a reality. Let's do it. Okay, I'm on the Fox News website right now. I hate when I have to go here. I hate it. I hate it. 
but sometimes when I'm doing a news segment, I have to I have to exhaust all my resources, right? And this is a resource. So, anyways, this is the most Fox News headline I have ever read. It is quintessential Fox News headline. Okay, here it goes. Tennessee fisherman knocks out front teeth in bloody accident. He says, teeth? Who need them anyway, right? Actual headline. Actual headline. You may think I'm lying. I'm not. I will take a lie detector test. Yes, more in the lie detector test. Determine that was not a lie because that was the truth. That is a headline on Fox News right now. Front page of their website. Oh, ooh, Fox also has a food and drink section of their website. <laughs> This headline is pretty good, too. They do have the most outrageous headlines on the Fox News website. Okay, so this headline is, Influencers reportedly tricked into promoting diet drink with cyanide in it. (laughs) It's bang energy, and it's fucking delicious. Here I am. You know how influencers on Instagram, they're always, like, taking a picture where they're wearing no clothes, their nipples are out, they have a labia just kind of, like, hanging on one of their thighs, and they have the unopened drink that they're holding and posing with, and it says, supported post by Bang Energy. Bang Energy. Diet now with extra cyanide. Stormy loves it, too. I put it in her bottle. I'll do one more headline. One more. The last one. This is under the health section of Fox News. I don't know what it has to do with health. Ashley Graham strips for nude pregnancy photo shoot with her husband. Honey, will you finger me in the photo shoot? Because technically this is kind of like our first Christmas photo, and I want you touching the baby. So if you could, like, finger bang me in the photo, I would really appreciate it. Last night I watched that Bikram yoga documentary on Netflix, and it was so sad. It was about the, obviously, the founder of Bikram Yoga and all these lies that he's told about his past. And and you find out that he's a serial rapist and even his wife is in on it. It was the perfect holiday movie. I think I started a brand new holiday tradition in the Fox household. Every, every Christmas, we're going to watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We're going to watch It's a Wonderful Life, and we're going to watch the Bikram Rape documentary. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas every time he rapes. Very upsetting to hear people say that his wife is just like, let Bikram have his women. Let Bikram have his women. I mean, imagine if Santa Claus was a reindeer rapist, right? And Mrs. Claus was like, you know what? Just let Chris have his reindeer. We have to look the other way. He does so much good for kids all over the world. He gets some presents and feeling good about themselves. And just if he has to fuck a reindeer, if he has to rape a reindeer every now and then, I just, I choose to see the glass as half full. In case you can't tell, I'm very into on the holidays Turning the sacred unsacred, right? Uh, Making things, talking about things that you don't talk about rape at the Christmas Eve table. You don't do that. But in this household, you do. I don't know why. I don't know why I feel compelled to talk about these things on days that you should not talk about them, but I do. It's kind of like I want to go whatever is the most sacred. I want to be the most inappropriate. That is just what drives me as a consumer. It's the type of entertainment I enjoy, like Strangers with Candy. 
as a human being telling jokes and stories. I mean, if I had a kid and it was Easter and we did an Easter egg hunt, I'd say, did did you get all the Easter eggs? Did you get all the eggs? And my kid would be like, I did. And I'd be like, no, there's one more you didn't get. It's my yoni egg and it's inside of me. I actually don't think I would be like that if I had a kid. I think I would be a very strict parent. Stern. Because most people end up parenting in a way that's very different than their parents. And my father was, who raised me was very loose, lackadaisical. I never had a curfew once I got into high school. I got to do whatever I want. I started smoking when I was 12 years old. I, I would be the opposite of that. I would be, there would be more Joan Crawford in my parenting. Just a minute, young lady. What, you mean Mommy Dearest isn't a how-to guide? I thought it was just one of those new Netflix documentaries, a how-to on parenting. And that's, that's how I, that's how I've modeled my parenting. Reagan, you can't treat your child that way. Why, it's still alive and has a full head of hair. Jerry, that's not the point. Is this because I circumcised it? I'm gonna wrap up, and by that I do not mean put a condom on. P.S. No condom. Cowboys love riding bareback. No, I really, I have to go. I gotta go because I have to, um, I'm, I'm cooking lunch and I'm having breakfast for lunch because I am Jewish and I am Jewer, that Jewier than Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani. And I'm more Italian than him too. And I'm more of a man and more of a drag queen. Miss Nicole, this is chemistry class, not music class, baby. <laughs> Simplify